Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I discuss Jennifer Lawrence's foreign policy plan, Michael Strahan's lapse in coverage, and the incredible whiteness of being nominated for an Academy Award. God MLK? I say good day. I say good day. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. Feeling good. From your head to your shoes. That's right. Um, what are you up to this grand, beautiful day? Nothing yet. Um, I was really looking forward to. This is my favorite time of year, by the way. The the holidays, like the Christmas New Year deal, is so stressful, but. The period just after this January, February is filled with so many of those like secret holidays that you forget about. Right. It's like the aftermath. It's the aftermath. And so Monday Mm -hmm. is Martin Luther King Day. And that should be a day that I have off from work. Uh, Exactly. Absolutely. Especially as a person of color. That's right. Uh, When when Black History Month comes around here, you're not going to see me. I'm going to be cutting lines at Starbucks and running stop signs and riding the bus everywhere for free. You might want to slow your roll on the stop sign. I'm going to get a Black Lives Matter top uh, T-shirt, and then uh, that'll be like my free pass for Black History Month. Well, you know, like I said, I feel like you have the black man force field now that you're driving a uh, Volkswagen Golf. Because no one will profile file you in a, in a, in a Volkswagen. That, no black man should be profiled driving a Volkswagen. That's true. Yeah, it's like stealth mode. Yeah, it's true. All I need to do is put um, an Apple sticker on the back of it, and then that's mm-hmm. it. No one will ever that's see That's it. Me. You're good. Force field. Protected. My credit's going to shoot up 70 points. Exactly. You're going to have like a 99999 credit score. <laughs> that's right. Platinum status. Unfortunately, though, this weekend, I think I will have to work. Because there are new projects happening for me that are taking up a lot of my time. New and I have, things on the horizon. On the horizon. And I have a sinking feeling that the tone for 2016 is being set right now with all of this extra work they're trying to have me do. So it, that's, that's going to be your theme? All work, no play? Yeah, I hope not. But that is my, my fear. Well, I hope you get some time in to just relax yeah. and relate and release. Like Whitley Gilbert says... I missed that one. Oh, really? Yeah. She, that was that was like her her tagline at the end of Different World. She'd relax, relate, release, because she was like really wound up a lot of the times. Hmm. And so I think that she ended up going to a therapist who was played by Debbie Allen. Of course. And I think that she that was like the mantra that she gave Whitley to to repeat was to relax, relate, release. I actually adopted in my own life sometimes. I think relax, that I will need relate. to. Yeah. What happened this week? I feel like we were kind of taken, um, swept away by like the Golden Globes and Oscar nominations and people are all up in arms because it's a lily white nomination field. So we've got a lot of issues to talk about today. We have a lot of white people to talk about. We're mad and we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. See, that's what happened. You drove around in your golf force field (laughs) and didn't get an Oscar nomination. That's, That's right. They don't, they don't pay any attention to you. Snubbed. Um, well, so what did you think of all of that? 
Do you want well, to start with I, the Golden Globes? Since we'll that, start with the Golden so Globes. Quick recap because we didn't really care about it last week. It was it we happened really before we recorded. It, but now we, but now we kind of care about it because some black folks did win, and that's great. Yeah, and that's a, maybe as good as we're gonna get. The step in the right direction. Well, I always think that most most good meaty roles for a lot of actors of color are, are found on television. Right yeah, now. that's They're, true. Yeah, they should. Hopefully, I mean, I think I feel like there's better representation of people of color on television right now, and since that's the case, I would. At least Why do you think that is the case? I don't know. I think that a lot of I think that a lot of production studios are afraid of casting people of color in lead roles because the box office is now more focused on foreign box office. Right. And I think that a lot of producers are afraid that movies with black leads won't take in the same amount of money that would say like a Tom Cruise film. And I think that's why you're not finding a lot of, you know, black lead roles in a lot of these movies. It's like, yes, Idris Elba is amazing. He's an incredible actor. Drop dead gorgeous. But will people in Shanghai go to right. see him carry a film. Will his blackface carry some overseas box office? Right. Hmm. And there's less at know. stake, perhaps, on television, on network television. Exactly. But you know what? I, I think that, again, like talking about Star Wars and having John Boyega play one of the leads in this, um, maybe this will begin to change people's minds. I, I mean, it's 2016. I can't believe we're still even having conversations like this. But it, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think that it, they're, they're more concerned with like the bottom dollar, and that's why people are really hesitant to take that leap. But it's time, people. It is time. Cool. No, but you know, it's kind of ridiculous the fact that Lupita Nyong'o wins an Oscar for 12 Years a Slave, and she hasn't even been in a film since. I mean, she's the voice, she's a, she does a voiceover in Star Wars. Yeah, I she's going to do another voiceover, I think, in The Jungle Book. Voiceover. Yeah, in The Jungle Book. And then, you know, she's going to, next thing you know, she's just going to guest star on, like, Moms on CBS. And, like, that's, that's about Seriously? as far as, you know, like, that's as far as, as she goes. I mean, you Would, know. Yeah, so it sounds ridiculous. But that's exactly what happened to Octavia Spencer. She ended up on Mom opposite Alice and Janney on like a semi-recurring role. Exactly. And then she was in a canceled Steven Spielberg uh, show on Fox. She is an Oscar-winning actress, and we haven't seen her since. And we all know what happened to Halle Berry. Well. Extant. Yeah. I mean, at, least, at least she top-lined Extant. She did top-line that. At least, yeah, she had top billing. Top billing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so... While it would be nice for people of color to be recognized in their in their movie performances and in having an Oscar nomination, it doesn't really do much for their careers. So I don't know. Well, do you think that was the what the Academy was keeping in mind when they nominated what twenty five white faces in no, all of I the mean, actor categories? Well, that would be funny if the Academy was like, "We're just for, we're just looking out for your careers in the long run. We don't want to curse you. We're just going to do you a favor." And so, for the right. second time in in two years, they have all the major categories are swept by white people, right. not a single well, person of color. There will be one black person on the Oscars, and that's the host, Chris Rock. Yeah. So we have that to look forward to. I think he will. 
be fantastic. Although, you know, I'm kind of bummed because remember that time when Eddie Murphy was supposed to be the host a couple years ago? Yes. And then there was that whole brouhaha with Brett Ratner saying, like, um, homo- making homophobic comments. And I think the whole Eddie-Brett uh, sort of package went under. And then they ended up using, I don't know, like Neil Patrick Harris or something. Right. It all it all fell apart um, because it was around the same time that Eddie was trying to make his movie come back because he was in a Brett Ratner film. And it was going to mm-hmm. be this one-two punch, and Eddie was going to come back, and he didn't. But it didn't really. That might be for out. the best. Yeah, because I think he might have gotten some people really upset, more upset than. I think, in terms of protecting his legacy as a funny person, maybe he should just take a seat. Chill out. Chill out. Chill yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest, for Chris Rock to come back and host. I yeah, kind of think that they're only letting him host because it's the Oscars are going to be February 28th, which is during Black History Month. Right. Um, so 10 years yeah. later, trot the black guy back out. He's going to have a lot to say, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say about, about the, the all-white Oscar. So, anyway. Oscar's so white. I, that, I did enjoy that hashtag this week. Oscar's so white and Oscar's still so white were resurrected this year. Um, yep. And they were very funny. And I did yeah. see on Twitter that someone mentioned if uh, Straight Outta Compton had been called Straight Outta Cottonfields, it would have gotten a lot more nominations, which is funny <laughs> because it's true. Because it's true. Well, Chris Rock also called this year's Oscars the White BET Awards. Not untrue. Not untrue. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go, moving on to other award shows, the Golden Globes happened. Mm-hmm. Tarashi and... won, just like we predicted or we hoped. Taraji snatched the trophy. Well, she, sna- she she passed out cookies as she made her way to the stage and snatched the trophy. Mm-hmm. And then she told everybody that she's ever met or worked with, thank you. And she told them, back it up. You're going to give me my time. Exactly. Cookies for everyone tonight. My treat. Hollywood Foreign Press. Thank you. I mean... Who knew that playing an ex-convict would take me all around the globe? (laughs) It just goes to show, I thought it would be Queenie, Will, I thought it would be my character from, uh, you know, Karate Kid, but it's Cookie, who spent 17 years in jail for selling crack. Okay! So the world loves real, thank you. So many people to thank. My manager, Vincent Sorencion, you've been with me for this entire, my entire career. My publicist, Pam Sharp. Uh, so many people are like, please rap, wait a minute. I've waited 20 years for this, you gonna wait? Um, yeah, you gonna give me a little she more time? She went full on Dreamgirls. She said, I'm yeah. not leaving. A lot of people were up in arms about that acceptance speech, but you know what? She's been in the game for 20 years. I think she deserved every single minute up there on the stage. I agree. I agree. I'm a little upset that it's a Golden Globe and not an Emmy, because the Golden Globes are kind of a joke. Um, But give her a trophy. Give her her moment. People want to say that she's an overnight success because Empire just popped onto the scene. She's been um, around for a minute. She's been great for a long time. A long minute. I mean, she's been in a lot of stuff. I just actually switched on the TV the other day, and that Idris Elba thriller, I forget the name of it, was on. And uh, I was transfixed by that. And, right. It was like, um, the neighbor's a black man or, or something like that. It's one right. of those movies, right? 
the, the black man's cars broke down. But he, did his car really break down? No, he just tried to get into the house. And he got into the house, and bad stuff happened. He anyway. cut the phone line with a knife. Right. With one of those movies. Um, but yeah, she's good. I'm glad. High five. I'll take yeah. her cookies. And she High looked great. High five for her. And more good news for Taraji. Empire has just been renewed for a third season. Yeah, as if there was any question about that. That show's unstoppable. Well, I always side-eye and question it, but I guess I'm just, maybe I need to get on board. I need to figure this whole thing out. I, I actually think that you would enjoy it. All right. What I'm are your reservations about Empire? You're just I don't know not what interested? I'm looking for. I don't, what am I looking for? Like, like dramatic heft in the series? No, I don't know. I don't know. I if that's what you're I looking wanna, for, look elsewhere. I want a chuckle and a ha-ha, and I, I will get it from it. You'll get it from Empire. I don't know what I'm resisting this for. It's a it's a it's a black soap. I need a Hulu marathon of this, and and I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely put it in my queue. I think I think Hulu will be able to accommodate your request. Um, Sylvester Stallone also snubbed yeah. his his black friends at the Golden Globes. Yep he he did he did not recognize Michael B Jordan or the director of Creed who was also African American. Yeah, right. Uh, the acceptance speech. Um. I don't know. Apparently, he got back on the stage after the commercial break or during the commercial break and then thanked both Michael B. Jordan and Kugler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. uh, Again, you think that, hello, you work with these people. No kidding. Come on now. Like, the first person you should thank is the director, right? Yes. After Little Baby Jesus. Because huh. a lot of times you got to give it up, you know. You got to praise it up. White people but don't. That, white people don't usually lead with Jesus. They usually don't. They don't. But usually it's God, director, co-star, agent, right, wife, and then you're off of there, etc. And then you're gone. Yeah, but he didn't do it. So yeah, people were really up in arms with that too. I don't think it was intentional, but it was poor form for sure. Yeah, not good at all. Um, people are just over it. Um, going back to the Oscars, I just read something too that Jada Pinkett Smith was basically like, "Well, if they're not going to recognize our hard work, why even bother going to the Oscars or be or being a part of it?" She says that you know we we sing and we dance and we present on the Oscars, but they they actually won't recognize our work in film. So, you know, are we are we you know silly to? to participate in these award shows if we're not being recognized for our work. And maybe she's got a point. Maybe there should be a walkout. I think it's funny that she's, she's talking like she was invited to the Oscars. Well, she did perform uh, her performance in Wicked Wisdom. XXL. I know they're not going to bring XX. uh, Sorry. They're not going to bring Wicked Wisdom to the stage ever. Hmm. Um, But maybe she feels uh, slighted for her, the the lack of recognition of her performance in Magic Mike XXL as uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> she she was Matthew McConaughey for the My sequel. Queen. She can I call was, y'all queen? Listen, she you was are a beautiful woman. She was incredible in I mean, XXL. That no, that role was actually truly made for her. Yeah. Yeah, but she called everybody queens, and she sure. wore like sassy pantsuits, and she had like uh, a, a, like bowler hats. 
it was like a, a big smooth criminal hat with like, like an extra wide yeah wow. mm-hmm. yeah that smooth criminal outfit really did it for me me too she kept, with some she high high heel boots my queen <laughs> so good that's maybe that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna spend the rest of the afternoon is that out on video now I need to rewatch uh, that yeah it's out. I finally saw it like a week and a half ago because like you like I said before I was I hadn't seen this Michael Strahan performance oh well, then we need yeah. to talk about that yeah okay did we so, debrief on this. No, we didn't. I, I think this is the first time since I've seen it. <laughs> You're finally in a place where you can talk about it? I'm finally at a place where I can just sort of like relax, relax, release. <laughs> um, about Magic Mike XL. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Well. You saw the first I, one, right? I did see the first one. Um, the second one for me wasn't as good as the first one. Really? I felt, no, I didn't really. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I didn't understand the premise of the second one. They got into like a food truck and like, yeah. you know, went on this road trip to like the national stripper bee. Like, I don't understand. Right. I don't understand. Right. Like, what there was like. Well, really they kind of no gave it on. the like the Glee pitch perfect treatment. Give them like yeah. they have like, to they go to nationals, to nationals. exactly, right. yeah, and put them on a road trip. But like nationals was just like nationals. It wasn't even like the U.S. Stripper Association. It was like. Nationals. <laughs> they, didn't right. even, they, they didn't even have enough creativity to come up with a, a title for the competition. They go to this place, but they go like they go to the hood. They go to the hood strip place to kind of like work on their moves, mm-hmm. and that's where they find Jada Pinkett Smith. And she and Channing Tatum have like this sort of backstory where she was I don't know was she like her, secret is, like, swirly backstory, a swirly sexual backstory, but she was also like his stripper sensei, right. And um, and then she gets in the food truck too, and they go to nationals together. Before that, they're like in her her like maison of strippery, uh huh. And all these brothers are like twerking and popping and grinding um, down in old Moulin Rouge and down in old New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, Creole Creole Lady Marmalade and all over the place, basically. all over the place, yeah. And Michael Sam was one of those people, and he had. Um, gold LeMay hot pants mm-hmm. and basically uh, played Twister with a big girl for like a five minute dance. Season. There was a, like a standing long jump. I think he did yeah. a, like a high jump flip flop over her. Yeah. Yeah. He did that. I will say that he missed a few spots like on the knees and the bows on his, with his baby oil. Cause I did see a couple dry patches, which see, I was like, I thought we would, I Thought we would be able to have this discussion without you being petty and disrespectful. I see. <laughs> I can see I just, that you're not saying, ready. Like, his bones were a little bit ashy. Okay. Moisturized. I guess so. This is gonna be an HD. You heard of IMAX? Right. Exactly. You need coverage. Maybe it was just like that high death makeup that was on his elbows, and it kind of looked a little bit like ash, and I was a little upset about it. But wow, you know, you can't go nowhere. You really have to make sure. Your skin is quenched. Final checks, final looks. There was, before final looks. Before Somebody they start rolling. That. Yeah. Right. There's got to be a baby oil person on set. There's got to be someone with a little, like, spray bottle of baby oil. Right. Just a little... Because t- t- get to that age, though, as an older man of color, you got to make sure you are moisturized. That's true. Because sometimes... I, I mean, sometimes I've got the alligator skin, and I... Just have to make sure that I have a bottle of lotion near me at all times. Especially That's when true. That People one. like the laugh. Or you're in trouble. Or you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You you look like you've been high kicking in some flour. Yes, like you jumped right out of a volcano. 
ashy. Right. Um, right. People say black don't crack. It takes maintenance. It takes maintenance and a village and a lot (laughs) of Johnson and Johnsons. Yeah. So anyway, I was a little disappointed about that. And you know, that's hilarious. I promise this is the only yours is the only criticism of this kind about that movie. Right. No one else, like no one from Variety. A.O. Mm-hmm. Scott didn't talk about this on the New York Times podcast review of Magic Mike Exodus. He didn't talk about the dry bows. No, no. I'm, I'm sure they didn't cover but it on NPR here, or in the New York Times. We will talk about it. Yeah. We will talk about it and sure. discuss it. Although another PSA about moisturization. Here we go. In the older black male community. When we're at the gym, without fail, mm-hmm. there is always someone over moisturizing and doing short stretches, deeply stretched, completely naked, <laughs> trying to get every crevice and cranny and little toe web moisturized. And I just need a little bit of a little bit more modesty when it comes to the moisturization. Sure. Though. I mean, make sure you're completely moisturized, but don't put on a Cirque du Soleil show in the middle of the no 24-hour fitness, because I don't want to see that. You don't need to do lunges in the process? There's no bends and snaps? There's no need for a downward dog when you're trying to put the Jergens on your feet. Don't do that. Do it in the privacy of your own home. How about you just address your critical hot zones and yes. then get out of there? And get right on out of there. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, it's a special PSA. Ooh. Lord, thank you. Gym etiquette. I, that's right. 101. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Anyway, so Michael Strahan, he did a really good job. Hot lame pants. I think he was one of the highlights of the movie. But for Those me, hot lame pants were a highlight for sure. I didn't know he yeah. had it like that, honestly. I mean, I, I watch Reaches and Kelly from time to time, or Kelly and Michael, or whatever they're calling it today. Right. Well, that's I, why I didn't know. That's why Helen Mirren was trying to holler at him, like, you know, on Kelly and Michael. She's like, I saw you in that movie. <laughs> she needs to settle anyway. down. She's a predator. Oh, my. She needs to relax. Her and Barbara Walters. Oh, my goodness. Reel it in. Reel it in. Take it down. Um, also, mm-hmm. I, will, I will say of Magic Mike XXL, Twitch, who was the black guy who danced opposite of uh, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum for the like big finale it was like the star of that little brothel that Jada Pinkett was running is mm-hmm. amazing. He's incredible. Uh and he's a judge on So You Think You Can Dance or he's a part of that So You Think You he, Can Dance. He was a contestant or, on So You Think You Can Dance and has come back for a few seasons. He's also now Ellen's DJ. What? What happened to the other show? brother that was on there? The other the black guy, the British dude, and I I think his visa was revoked. I think he's always quitting because he wants to pursue an acting career, but then he always comes back like six months later. He's yes. like, well, I didn't get that Kraft Cheez-Its commercial. Here I go. <laughs> jigga, jigga, jigga. Jigga, jigga, wick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now he's Ellen DJ. Yeah. All right. Uh, success. I guess. I mean, I guess. It's just, I mean, listen. Like, again... Do we know anyone else who's won So You Think You Can Dance? And what have they gone on to do? He didn't even win. He was oh, just a contestant. Yeah, but he's okay. winning now. He's in Magic Mike and he's on Ellen. Yeah, he's twitching and popping and scratching the mic. Like, whatever. Great. Good sure. for you. Yeah, yeah good there you go. You. Follow him on Instagram. Yep. Dream fulfilled. So, yeah, we kind of went off into a um, Jada Pinkett Magic Mike wormhole there. Um, but were there any other uh, special moments from the Golden Globes that you uh, 
uh, enjoyed or mm. didn't enjoy? Well, let me say, I don't care for Jennifer Lawrence's sass mouth. I'm a little okay. tired of that. Thank you for talking about this. Continue. She, I guess she won, first of all, with, for Joy, which was unnecessary. She doesn't need any more awards for David O. Russell films. She doesn't need to be re- celebrated anymore for playing a 40-year-old woman. It doesn't make sense to me. I think she's fine as an actress, but don't give her a trophy for that. But work aside, her personality, I think, it'd be, she's been like patted on the back a little too much for being this free spirit um, say it like you mean it, kind of ingenue. And, yeah. Uh, when she was backstage taking questions after she won her award, there was this reporter who I think was trying to read a question off his iPhone, who clearly English was not his first language. He was stumbling through the question. And she was like, Mate, you can't live your whole life on your cell let's phone, just, bro. Yeah, let's just go. Let's bro. hit the audio on let's this hit one. The audio. For the, uh, how do you see yourself? For their you Oscars can't live night? your whole life behind your phone, bro. Huh? You're just not gonna. We can't do that. You gotta live in the oh, now. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know? <laughs> how do you see yourself for the Oscar night? And how was we're at working? the Golden Globes? If you if you put your phone down, you'd know that. <laughs> <laughs> and how how was working uh, with Edgar Ramirez? Um, working with Edgar was wonderful. He is so. Sweet. Okay, so. Just stick with the dramatics, Jay Lawrence. Like you're not a comedian. It's not it doesn't it doesn't translate into being funny. It just translates into being douchey. It was very douchey. Yeah, like it's just not nice. Right. It just <laughs> I seemed don't know. like she was making fun of that, someone who didn't speak English. Yeah, exactly. I think that she's kind of gassed up because she has her sister friend girl ship with Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. and Amy Schumer is quite funny, and I think that she thinks that she is on the same level of funny as Amy is. Because they're writing that movie together, yeah. Clearly. And they look kind of, they're like sisters, we look like sisters, we have to be, you're not equally as funny. No. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I don't Stay know, I kind of, I think that now that she's kind of showing out, I think that there's going to be a I think America's love affair with Jennifer Lawrence is is coming to an end. And she's no longer the girl next door. She's that girl over there who's annoying. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I'm done. Yeah. And hopefully they bring Rebecca Romaine back to be Mystique in those X-Men movies because she's not cutting it. Can they please? Yeah, because she's really not doing it. She's just kind of phoning it in. And she's like, I'm here. I'm Jay Lawrence. I'm blue. And she just, you know, I'm blue. Not a needle. (laughs) 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 why can't we just make lapita i mean every time i see lapita on it why is lapita not an x-men why isn't she let's let we gotta figure this out why isn't she black panther why isn't she the lead in a rom-com why isn't she the lead in lots of things she's great yeah i need her to be the lead in everything um she was on The View a couple of weeks ago, and she was just so poised and elegant and humble and appreciative. It was, she's just great. She's fantastic. She is a queen, and she queen. needs more work. Yeah. She's a queen. Can I call you Queen Lupita? <laughs> she is a queen, truly. Somebody give Lupita more work. 
in the 2016 and not voiceover work. Right. Maybe Shonda should just make another series and throw her in it. That's the only way a sister can get a good job. Yeah. Is if, if Shonda, Shonda handles business. Champions your cause. Yeah. What a shame. Anyway. Yeah. But at least we have a Shonda. Um, at least we live in a world with a Shonda. At least there, we do live in a Shonda. A Shonda Obama world. Yeah, well, Obama for now. For now. Speaking of which, did you see Michelle uh, at the State of the Union address? What would you think? She looked great. Great. She looked great. Oh, I my mean, goodness. arms toned, face beat, hair flowing. She's such a goddess. Oh, yeah. She was wearing that, like, marigold kind of uh, yes, sleepless number with the bangs. Yeah, who did that? Who? Uh, that was a Nariso Rodriguez? Yeah. Yeah, she was wearing uh, a Narciso Rodriguez, and apparently, obviously, it sold out in like an hour after after the uh, State of the Union. So yeah. she's such. I mean, you we're know, not going to have another first lady like that, not for a minute. Yeah. especially Again, not in this candidate pool we're looking at for between Democrats or Republicans. For the although, look, I really, I would really be tickled if Bill started stepping up his fashion game. How funny! That would be great. I would love that. I would truly love that. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, But on Twitter, someone tried to come for her uh, and said, Michelle's dress costs $2,000. I wonder how poor blacks who elected her husband feel about that. And then someone shot back and said, we're fine. Thanks for asking. How do you poor whites feel about Melania Trump's $10,000 facelifts? Check. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Done and done. Mm -hmm. Speaking of fashion, do you have any favorites or... uh, non-favorites from the Golden Globes? Mm, who was my favorite? Let me think. Um, I thought Olivia Munn looked great. Not Olivia Munn, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde looked great. She was wearing like a like a deep burgundy <laughs> callback. Uh, oh, okay. Back, I think she, my Cabernet I think chinos. I, I think you're, you have a Cabernet. Uh, I have a fixation this season. You do. You're loving it. This is your shade. This is the shade of the season this for the you. the shade of the season. It's cranberry Cabernet. Uh, not cranberry. Don't do cranberry. Um, oh, yeah. Don't do Because nice usually I feel like when people wear red on the red carpet, it's usually a lighter red than the carpet is. Mm-hmm. And this was much darker. It was like a blood red. And it really stood out in a good way for her. And, you know, she looked good in it. Also thought, um, what's her face? Redhead. Julianne Moore. She looked great. Oh, yeah. Julianne Moore always steps out. like a Tom Ford disco a glitter number. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Um, and she always looks good in it. Um, yeah. She's, she's so, she's fabulous as well. Uh, I really like Brie Larson. She was in a Calvin Klein gold number i'm always a sucker for like one of those gold dresses at these award shows and i know it's been done eight million times over again right but um were you a sucker for regina king's gold dress or were you sucker punched by it uh i was sucker punched by that one i i I definitely i I wasn't i love regina but i wasn't there for the dress i didn't know loves her who did that to her who did that to her one person in hollywood who doesn't like her and convinced her to put that dress on yeah, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't really work out for. Her. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I really like Brie Larson. I'm really happy that Laverne Cox has stepped her her styling and fashion game up too. I mean, 
because when she first hit the scene, it was a little bit questionable. But I feel like she's become more more refined over she over the, the years. And That's I guess true. when you get some more money in your pocket, then you can actually. That's exactly what it is. Because when she first popped onto the scene, she was still working for Diddy. She was. She was going to get him that cheesecake from uh, from Dumbo. Juniors, yeah, <laughs> walking right. The she had to walk in those heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, now that she's come up, her comeuppance has come. She's you know. She's really been able to relish in more eleganza. And I like that. That's cool. She's got to keep up yeah. with Caitlyn. <laughs> right? You know, Caitlyn, I'm okay with Caitlyn uh, being uh, uh, into the fashion and, and, and trying to work her angles, too. Yeah, um, I'm not mad it's about nice that. To see. I'm not mad about that either. I'm not mad Chris at her Instagram it. feed. Chris is mad at Chris. I think Chris is a little bit mad at her. Oh, Chris is mad at her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the uh, the new pre uh, the new trailer for the season two of I Am Kate? No, I didn't. I didn't realize okay. it was out. Did it just come out? It is out. Want to listen to it? Yeah, I want to see. Okay, let's it. see. I am so comfortable now being myself. Caitlin, we love you. Road trip. I think it's important that we go out there and meet the people. There's a million stories out there I need to be told. Who's in? Oh, I am. Full snowstorm in New Mexico. <laughs> Of course. Your friends are amazing. Not you, Jenner. Just your friends. Her name in my phone is Mad. She's a little mad. Do you understand how important AMB photo is? It's official. And sometimes I feel like I've grown old Bruce out the yeah, I hope you will recognize you're a leader. You Every conservative guy out there believes in everybody's rights. Yeah, that is a lie. Obama was against gay marriage. Hillary Clinton was against gay marriage. Is and that they correct? they changed their minds. They changed their minds. Why you can't talk politics at the dinner table or in a bus. Yeah. Because you can't get out of here. get out of here. I really believe that this trip is inspirational for all of us to be a little bit out of our comfort zone. Would you consider yourself to be a lesbian? To be honest with you, I don't see dating women in the future. I've been there, done that. Got three next wives. So now you can have an ex-husband. That's right. Ah! Exactly what we talked about, because when she did that Diane Sawyer interview and she was asked that question so directly... Who are we going right. to see you with? She pretended and she hedged and she was cagey as if she didn't know what the answer was. When it's like, you, this isn't an overnight transition. You've been right. dealing with this for 30 years. You yeah, know what so, the answer is. I mean, I mean, who's to say? I, I don't know. I, I, I think that she could easily have still remained attracted to women as she could have been attracted to men. I mean, it's obviously her decision. But I think the thing about the Diane Sawyer interview is that she was kind of being a little too vague. Like when she asked her directly, she's like, well, if you like women, that means you're a lesbian. And then, you know, Caitlin was like, uh, uh, I'm not one of those. Yeah, yeah, right. She's like, I'm definitely not one of those. But then, you know, it was, yeah, it was a little, there was a little bit of dissonance there. So, but you know what? Like she doesn't have to tell anyone. Like like, it's her own business. That's basically the bottom line. Although I will say, 
I'm looking forward to the time, if there is, when she steps out with her chocolate brother on her arm. And then she has fully, she has come full circle and she has taken on her complete Kardashian destiny. Yeah, yeah I think it's just a matter of time before that happens. Who do you see on her arm? Tay Diggs? <sighs> I don't know. I, I I don't know who we're going to see on her arm. Um, you know, I think it would be a Eddie good Murphy. thing. I mean, th- this is the thing. Like, is you know, when it comes to um, trans relationships, that's still one thing that we don't see in 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 the public eye, or it's not really um, it's not really discussed. And there, I I I can't from any of my recollections recall any instances where we have seen a trans woman be in a relationship with a man or come forward. So I don't know. Will we see that? I don't have know. we seen that? I don't know if Is we've Cynthia seen that Nixon yet. Is Cynthia Nixon in a trans relationship? No, she's not. She's no. just a lesbian relationship. Yes, yeah, she's in a lesbian relationship. Lesbian so I don't think we've seen that yet. Will we see that? Um, there's so much... Um, there. There's so much sort of... There's still so much transphobia um, in, 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 you know, in society that I don't know if we're going to see that. If we do, that'll be another, that'll be a major step um, in the right direction, I think. But, you know, we'll have to see what happens, what transpires on season two. If she goes on dates, is she going to like, come on, you know, they still, we were also trying to like build up this Candace Kane, Caitlin, you know, lesbian relationship that wasn't even real. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I don't. I don't really expect to see any any romance on that show. Mm. It's just kind of like girls on the sides moments. Exactly. They're girls on, on the you side. know they're on the motorcycle. They're like ziplining. They're bungee jumping. But then they're also going to you know P flag meetings and you know glisten and they're doing all that. But you know which is great as long yeah. as it gets more tolerance out there and 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 gets you know more information out to. To society in general, I think it's a great thing. Yeah, I agree. And as much as I'm interested in seeing who she dates, I'm more interested in sort of these other, like, uh, the social work that they're doing on the show. And there was something that yeah. took me by surprise last season. It was, like, how much educational value the show actually had, sort of being in the Kardashian universe. Mm-hmm. That this sort of has has merit beyond, like, E! News. Just being, know? like, a fluffy sort of... Yeah. Kardashian spinoff. It actually has true um, sort of societal value in a way, which is, it still kind of blows my mind even to this day to think of how things actually have transpired and, and, and sort of come to be. Because two years ago, you'd be like, what? No way. This is not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So kudos to Caitlyn. Doing it. Kudos to Caitlyn. We're doing it. 2016. Um, now, are you going to tune in for this? For I Am Kate Season 2? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I, I'm actually really, I don't more. watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I have yeah. tried to watch it a couple of times, and it's just it's not for me. But I was really surprised at how much like legitimacy I felt like I Am Kate had. Yeah, definitely. Mm. What else do we have here? What else is on here? Well, Lady Gaga... Oh, right. That was the other big Golden Globes thing we forgot to mention. She's back. She's an award winner. 
And an Oscar nominee. She just and now an Oscar Golden. nominee. And now she's an Oscar nominee. Well, listen, I told you before, I really saw this. This is, she's re-legitimizing herself as an artiste and not just a media PR stunt queen. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know. I felt like that whole turn on. Um, I guess that's all. I guess this is... was a stunt. Yeah. It's always going to be stunty with her. But here she is. She's back. She's won an award and now she's nominated for an Oscar. Whoop de whoop whoop. Whoop de whoop whoop. Um, do you think do she has care any about chance? talking about this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, do you think she has any chance at actually winning it? Uh, well, who's she up against now for the Oscar? I think The Weeknd has been nominated. Sam Smith is she, nominated. Yeah, Sam Smith for The Spectre is not going to win. That snoozy uh, James Bond song. The Weeknd, I think, has a good shot at it. I think that was actually really funny that the first nomination for the 2016 Oscars to be announced was a nomination for Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Which is... Um, because it, it's had the most Razzie nominations. It doesn't have like 11 Razzie nominations, Rightfully I think. Rightfully so. Yeah. It's fully Razzified. Um, yeah. Boy Next Door Razzle should, have been, should have been nominated. Um, you mean Kristen Chenoweth didn't get nominated for Best support, Worst Supporting? She, uh, she, she's dodged that bullet. Um, I haven't heard this Lady Gaga song, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, now that she has his Golden Globes when... Who knows? I mean, I think she, she still has a good chance of, of, of winning an Oscar, too. I mean, they loved her performance uh, last year of The Sound of Music. Yeah, it was good. And that tribute was amazing. And I think that, I mean, listen, I think that ultimately it'll probably probably be between her and The Weeknd. We'll see who takes home the golden guy in a month, I guess. But here she is. She's on track for her EGOT now. I mean, she if she really gets is. his Oscar, she's on. She's she's gonna do it. She's, she's done. She's a shoe in for yeah. um, a Tony. Oh yeah, definitely. Hmm. So yeah, um, she's well on her way. What did you think of the Martian winning Best Comedy at the Golden Globe? Uh, I kind of thought that was like kind of like fraudulent. I mean, was it really a comedy? Like I said before, I I I giggled and smirked. With every like serious Kristen Wiig scene, right, um, right. But I think that was just sort of a way to make sure that they. I mean, there were funny moments. I don't know. I don't even know how they got into that category. Really. I mean, I guess there were some funny moments, but Fraud. like Fraud. really Fraud. winning Fraud. for best musical or comedy, it just seemed strange. But I think that this was just a way to sort of garner more m- momentum towards um, getting getting an Oscar nomination and hopefully a win for them. I think it was just all strategy. Um, so I have good news. Tell me. Or maybe it's bad news. Um, top model may be returning to the scene oh, in 2016. Lord. Now listen, we all, well, we kind of called this before because once Tyra jumped ship from Fab Life, I felt like there was a good chance that maybe she was moonwalking back to top model, but apparently um, producer Ken Mock and VH1 are in talks uh, to reboot the series on VH1. Um, so we might be seeing more catwalk shenanigans 
and photo shoots in the next couple months. I, now, there, there's a question about whether or not Tyra will actually be on the show because one of the big problems that the CW had with the show was the budget. And apparently yeah. Tyra's big old inflated salary was what kind of sunk the ship. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything no, about, about this deal or this project, but I could tell you right now, VH1 is looking at it. They're looking at it for half the price. A ha- yeah, maybe a quarter of the price. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably going to just be like four contestants. Like, we can only afford five episodes, and it's actually going to be on mobile devices. Like, exactly. it's going to be on TV. Yeah. Um, remember that time? Did we never talk about this? But do you remember when Tyra tried to launch a music career? Oh, yes, I do. And she made all of the top models be in the video. In the music video for that? Mm-hmm. It was called Shake Your Body? Yeah, she had that long red Pocahontas deal going on. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to that. Let's take a listen. Yeah, let's go back. did direct that well you know like that was when benny medina was her manager for a minute and he was trying to make her into the next like j-lo you know multi-hyphenate threat and the only thing that that single was threatening was our ear was our ear drums that was the only thing and that was it and that was it and again she quit it she quit a pop star she's been she she quit a pop star career she quit a talk show anyway yeah she's she's going back to do her old her old tricks she's going to be that barbie again she's going to be back at top model maybe those were the days though those are the days old top model seasons but apparently i guess uh they're looking for a new host for fab life and this is what they say they say that naomi campbell's in the running no and i i'm here for that are you kidding me she's great but t- naomi campbell shouldn't no it's a stinker that show is going down yeah it's, it's not, not that i don't want to see naomi campbell on television every day talking about whatever bullshit she wants to and throwing blackberries yeah. i mm-hmm. just don't want to see her associate with this like a stinker of a brand because naomi campbell's been on empire naomi campbell is the only one of the supers that still can be a super she looks great she's the yeah did you most see her preserved. She's the most snatched and preserved. Uh, save her hairlines. I need some of that French science that she's using. Whatever it is. You know, Cigarettes. whatever it is, it's keeping her moist and snatched together. That's right. Um, yeah, she's amazing. And I don't know if you saw the, the, that, that uh, model show that she was doing uh, called The Face. Yeah. But she took some pointers from Nene Leakes. And there were some fantastic moments. Let's go back to that lipstick one, shall we? I don't think so. I wasn't letting that go. Not with the lipstick color you were wearing, dear. So check your lipstick before you come and talk to me. Yeah, just let's give Naomi all the talk shows. Give her all the talk shows. I don't want to see her on Fab Life because, like I said, that's a sinking ship. But if they want to go ahead and replace Aisha Tyler on the talk, 
and put it, put Naomi Campbell in the crew. Install Naomi Campbell in there. I would like that. A couple of sassy yeah. Brits. I think she would play very well off of Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But Sharon Osbourne doesn't take no crap. She will drop kick a person off the stage. Did you see her on the People's Choice Awards? Oh, who'd she kick this time? Well, there was some sort of stage crasher, and she put a boot up his behind. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Do it, Sharon. Nini has uh, scored herself a permanent gig on the fashion release. Speaking of fashion and fashionable people, I, well, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily call her. Is she a fashionable person? How did she? You know what? Kudos to Nini for turning this out the way she did. But now she's a permanent fixture on Fashion Police. And okay, you know, well, when, is is Fashion Police a permanent fixture? Is that a real show again? Oh, well, I guess it's not like a it's not a weekly show. But I think that it still comes on for every award season to do a post mortem on all all the the, the gowns and things like that. Gotcha. But now they finally picked her up as a. Uh, as a permanent co-host for the show, along with Margaret Cho. And I still don't understand either one of the choices because they don't necessarily scream fashion to me. But I guess, right. I mean, Fashion Police isn't going to have, like, the top-notch fashion experts really but talking about. They want someone Nini to... But has a fashion line. She's been selling those peekaboo shoulder tops to show <laughs> off her man's shoulders for on QVC for a while now. Yeah, she is she is hawking a peekaboo shoulder poncho number. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what Margaret Cho's been doing, but I guess good for her. Does her. that make you an arbiter of fashion and taste? I don't know. I guess apparently it does. Apparently, apparently it does. does. Um, so yeah, she's she's on Fashion Police and she's dishing out her, her peekaboo poncho wisdom. Um, uh, yeah, and she's actually... Also, I just saw a preview for next this coming Sunday's episode of Housewives, and she makes her return to Atlanta. Yeah, that should be interesting, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can't... I mean, listen, you can't hate on Nini. She has kept her career going. I mean, she's, she's taking the jobs where she gets them. She is. That's true. And, like, as if there were any real possibility that we wouldn't see her on this season... I think she's just taking, you know, maybe a season or two off. She's going to be a huge return. She's going to pull a Bethany Frankel, except she's going to come back with a check twice the size of what she got. Yeah, so she's going to get paid. Like I said, this season has been kind of lackluster without her. So it definitely needed the jolt of Miss Leaks. Next season, Um, I predict Nini will be back full time and Tootie will have been swapped out with Rudy. You you think a Tootie Rudy fresh and fruity swap out is coming out? I sure do. Yeah. Well, we are just gonna have to wait to see if that prediction comes to fruition. But I think you you may be right because Tootie is Tootie snoozy. Tootie is snoozy. Like every her, time I see her, do you want to want a Fanta hairdo? Is not like interesting to anybody. Nobody wants it. Oh, that Fanta wig that she's rocking, and she's not. I, I don't know if she is truly trying to pull the lace over her eyes with that sad lace front and like the little tendrils that are coming down in front, but it's not working out for me. No. It's not working out. But I love, I mean, you gotta love him and loves Tootie, but this was just a bad idea for her in the first place. Yeah. And she's not really following through on her like, her organic tea website. I haven't heard about that since the first episode. All I've heard about was she went to Miami with the girls and then checked into a hotel room because the drama was too much for her. And, and yeah, she's just always 
constantly skating out of situations. She's constantly like, nope. skating, except never actually wearing skates. She's always sneaking yeah. off to the sideline to watch home movies of her babies on her cell phone. Yeah. And cry. Never. Yeah. She's not bringing any kind of storyline to 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 the Housewives franchise. So, but you know what we we have coming up soon? I what? think it's next week, maybe. Housewives of Potomac is finally coming oh, on. That's true. That is true. I guess we're going to have to watch this deal. Well, Andy Cohen is saying it's uh, something fresh and unexpected, and it's supposedly going to be really, really entertaining. But, I mean, you know, he's got a lot at stake here, so of course he's going to try to push it as being the next big franchise. But I hope it's entertaining. Yeah, me too. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the hair budget alone... Alone, the hair Probably budget and the color contact under. budget is for this of, one. Yeah, out of control. I mean, it looks like five Tracy Edmonds, like a couple Nicole Murphys, and a mm-hmm. Tina, Tina Knowles, and a Dash and Tina Knowles. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so, yeah. I, guess, I guess I'm there for that. I'm here for that. Maybe they'll snatch a Golden Globe next year. Maybe. Did you see? Speaking of, like. Sassy Brits, did you see mm. Adele do her carpool karaoke? So, yes, I did, and it was nothing short of amazing, uh, especially her Nicki Minaj verse from Monster. <sighs> that, I think, might be the single most important thing she has ever done. Yeah. yeah. When she went on this ride-along with James Corden to do carpool karaoke and sang that Nicki Minaj <clears throat> rap verse, like word for word with full facial expressions with a yeah. fresh mom bob and her liquid wing liner it's incredible I mean, we, awesome. we are only seeing a thin sliver of a fraction of what she's capable of. She, for real, if anyone needs a show, a full variety uh, show, uh, give it to her. This is why, again, I say whatever slot that Neil Patrick Harris had in Best Time Ever, just give it to Adele. Give her that. Give it to Adele. Give her the show. Give her the variety show. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty awesome. She's, she's just such a, such a dame. Such and a lady, a dame. Such, such a dame, dame and a lady. But sometimes she can get gully with it too, and then she just spit some bars. Yeah, I wow. love. She jumped in the Range Rover with James Corden, and immediately the first thing she was like, "I'm trying to decide if I should get a wig or a weave, a wig or a weave." Weave people. That's why I heart her so hard. So hard. I mean, that's everyone's dilemma, Adele. Thanks. Yeah. A wig or a weave. I mean, that's how you relate. Right. That's really how you relate with the people. Take notes, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift. Take notes, everybody. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence. That's how you make sassy fun. Yeah, that's how how you really... Take notes, Jay Lawrence, on how to be lovable. Just watch Adele do it. Yeah. Watch Adele do her thing. All right, what else we got? Um, Well, speaking of mistakes... Mm-hmm. On a matter that I thought we settled in our very first episode, Sierra is back at it, back on that. Oh ocean, man! Singing the national anthem. Okay, who, talk about PR stunt queen. Who authorized this? 
who does a nude illusion when you sing in the national anthem? No, a crystal cape with meshware is not appropriate. It's not right. It's never right when you're when you're oh say oh say can't you see it? You can't. I don't. I oh say can't you see? I we're not talking about your your goodies. No, put those. We're back. talking about the dawn's early light, girl. <laughs> right. And I'm just gonna say it. I love Sierra, but oh say can't you sing? She sounds like a deaf person singing through bronchitis. She should oh, not. Be, she sounds like Nell. Like if they invited you, Nell to oh, come and sing oh, the national boy. anthem, that's Uh-oh. what she sounded like. She okay, our like... license is revoked. <laughs> Anyway, people, I'll just say she's couture. She was being, she wanted to wear couture, but you you have to, there's a time and a place for everything. And she, you know what? She could have benefited from one of those Neelix peekaboo ponchos because if she would have thrown that over the shoulder, it would have gone down and covered up her, you know, and then she would have been good to go. She would have been good to go. That's but how you give did. them a little skin while you're singing yeah. the national anthem. Make yeah. sure it's your shoulder pop. Yeah. So looks like we need to to give a couple more pointers to Miss Miss Sierra. I'm out of pointers for her. Yeah. Well, she was pointing at us. <laughs> she sure was. She sure was. Oh, Lord. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week.